Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. More Tessa Blanchard allegations this morning, plus AEW set sail, and Sam Driver from Cultaholic may have just booked the WrestleMania 36 main event. Get to that in a bit. My name is Tom Campbell, and for Monday, January the 20th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Nobody in this life is perfect, and it doesn't matter what you say about me. It doesn't matter what you call me. I've got one of the strongest minds that I've ever known. So whenever you come for me, you come for all these people. And I am now the standard bearer of Impact Wrestling. And man or woman, pound for pound, I am one of the best in the world. And I am now your world champion. Tessa Blanchard was very much the talking point at the start of last week's Cultaholic Wrestling News, and she is again this morning. So if you aren't aware, Tessa Blanchard had quite a few allegations uh, thrown her way from multiple uh, women's wrestlers across the world about bullying and racism. Tessa Blanchard addressed some of this on Twitter and uh, was, was very upset that she would be branded a racist, in particular in connection with one incident regarding La Rosa Negra in 2017 in Japan. And she very much denies any of the bullying allegations that have come her way as well. Um, The report has come out through Fightful regarding some of these allegations that were made over the weekend. Uh, The report has noted that several people within Impact Wrestling had suggested that Tessa Blanchard's apparent behaviour issues had gone away. However, members of the Women of Wrestling roster, where Tessa Blanchard worked previously, uh, have detailed over this past weekend a number of confrontations that she had backstage, not just with her colleagues, but with the staff of WOW Wrestling as well. Some of these spoke anonymously. Uh, One anonymous uh, wrestler spoke about an incident involving Tessa Blanchard and a trainer. An incident that saw Tessa Blanchard allegedly tell the trainer she shouldn't be training. It didn't belong there to the point of making her cry in front of the entire assembled training group. There was also another public shouting match that occurred between Tessa Blanchard and Malia Hosaka. Hosaka, however, was the only one reprimanded. 
some members of the roster didn't feel like that was right. Felt that it was a, it, they were both at fault, but for some reason Tessa uh, wasn't punished for it as well. Uh, quite a few of the WoW roster members felt like uh, their their pushes and their status within the company uh, was compromised because Tessa Blanchard had taken more control of the company the longer she'd been there and she simply held back on people that she didn't get on with this is some of the allegations from uh wow women of wrestling uh, that it came out over the weekend and that was enough uh for one weekend you'd have thought but then Alison Kay took to twitter uh, yesterday as well so Alison Kay was very much the whistleblower with these allegations uh, when tessa blanchard put out that now infamous tweet saying that uh, women should help other women. It was Alison Kay that spoke up and said and 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 called out Tessa for these uh, the, these these bullying allegations. It was Alison Kay that spoke first, and then quite a few others came forward after that. Alison Kay tweeted the following on this past Sunday: "I said what I had to say, so I'd love to move on, but I've just got several messages about Tessa Blanchard." trying to spread lies. Unfortunately for you, I've built my 11-year reputation on being respectful. Instead of owning up to your mistakes, you lie, scheme, and prove that you haven't changed. Uh, Alison Kay included in this tweet uh, some screen grabs from her phone featuring conversations with names removed uh, discussing how Tessa Blanchard is trying to get dirt on Alison Kay from people within Impact, and she's texting people and asking around for, for juicy stories on Alison Kay. This is true. This is this is pretty damning. Uh, Alison Kay goes on to tweet, this is one reason people don't speak up. It's also one of the reasons I felt I needed to be the one to do so. I have a thick skin and there's no dirt on me. I have a large platform and and the trust of the colleagues who vouch for me. I'll gladly absorb this front line of idiocy to shield my friend. Alison Kay was very outspoken. As we say, she was the one that got the ball rolling this past weekend. The one, just, not, the, not this one, just gone, the one before, uh, where the bullying and racism allegations came out regarding Tessa Blanchard. And uh, by, for, for, if, this, if this is true, as I say, it's, in, it's incredibly damaging uh, for Tessa Blanchard, who is about to uh, start the, the biggest role of her wrestling career as Impact Wrestling a champion. And obviously, we'll, we'll keep you up to date with this one. Some, some, some terrible stories that are coming out across Twitter, and we'll keep you in the loop with everything that goes on from here. I'm really excited. I wish all of you safe journeys um, to Miami and uh, safe passage onto the Norwegian Pearl. And once you get on board, <laughs> all rules go out the window. The rock and wrestling rager at sea, Chris Jericho style, is getting warmed up and ready to go. So we'll see you in just a couple days. was setting sail this week something a little bit brighter chris jericho took to instagram he revealed the lineup for the first day on aew's uh, chris jericho rock and wrestling rager at sea uh, it's they're they're setting off today they're they're lifting the anchor on the rager today uh, the lineup for tomorrow's show 
uh, looking pretty spicy for AEW Dynamite. I think this is the first this is the first time a, a major wrestling company has filmed an episode of their television on a boat. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, the the show goes as follows: Private Party versus Santana and Ortiz. Uh, we'll see Britt Baker versus Ali, uh, the Bunny from the Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny. Joey Janela versus QT Marshall. MJF one on one with Jungle Boy. John Moxley versus Sammy Guevara. Darby Allen versus Kip Sabian from Norfolk, England. Uh, Nyla Rose versus Penelope Ford and SCU taking on Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks in a six-man tag. Uh, setting sail today and rolling off into the ocean, coming back to port on January 24th. Uh, quite a few other little bits to note uh, about the Rager at Sea. Uh, Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho on Instagram obviously posted the, the, the announcement and the lineup and the video, uh, all hyping up the boat trip. There was some speculation on whether Ric Flair would be on the boat. So last year, we reported that Ric Flair had been signed for this boat trip, this wrestling-themed cruise. And it was at a time where Ric Flair's contract with WWE was coming to an end. So there was the strong rumor and innuendo that Ric Flair could debut for AEW whilst on board this cruise ship. Now... It looks as if Ric Flair is sticking around in WWE. That's how it looks. Uh, Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer said the following. Ric Flair is going on the cruise from what I've heard. Originally, he was going to go early and not late. But now I think he's going to Rocky Johnson's funeral. And he's going to fly to the Bahamas and do the second leg of the cruise. Originally, he was going to do the first leg. But that is what I've heard from today. Uh, Ric Flair is very much still involved in WWE. He was a part of of their recent uh, PR for BT Sports. So he was in the UK. So he's very much still in the loop with WWE. So uh, I highly doubt that we will see him turn up on AEW television. But stranger things have happened. Am I right? Uh, One person who will not be on the boat is Brandy Rhodes. Uh, She put out a tweet over the weekend. Since deleting it... Brandy Rhodes tweeted, I hope this doesn't disappoint anyone as I was having to leave early to deliver a keynote for NATPE this week, which I'm insanely excited for. But I will not be on the cruise at all this year. My passport was stolen this evening and I cannot attend. Be safe and have fun. Uh, A fan tweeted her saying that surely you can still travel on the boat. You don't need a passport for that. But Brandy responded with, I wasn't scheduled to be on the cruise the entire time. I have to get back to the States to deliver an important keynote, which means an international flight so therefore that is not possible uh, gutted for brandy missing out on a couple of days on the boat and uh it's oh I'm, that's the second wrestling passport that's been stolen in three months you know you don't steal the passport from the nightmare collective's founder you'll have you'll have dr luther on you if you're not careful but yeah so that is how the rockin wrestling rager at sea is shaping up so far we'll see a lot of this going down on aew television and on their youtube channel and we'll keep you up to date with anything exciting that happens between now and then as well Some good news for SmackDown. The second-to-last episode of the show between the Royal Rumble was a good one as SmackDown on Fox averaged 2.58 million viewers in the overnight, up 3% from last week and the best number for SmackDown since the Go Home for Survivor series on the 22nd of November. Numbers going 
back in the right direction there as well, which is good to see. Uh, if you want to find out what happened on SmackDown, uh, you can watch SmackDown Graded with our very own Sam Driver. It's on our Cultaholic YouTube channel right now. There was an NXT house show in Melbourne over the weekend, and Mike Kanellis made a surprise appearance. Uh, Kanellis uh, was Tony Nese's tag team partner. Uh, they had a, a big win on that particular night. This is actually Kanellis' first match in an NXT ring, and it's looking very likely that this could be his new home. He has since Stacey has stated previously that he was unhappy being in WWE and he wanted his release to go and do more uh, within the wrestling ring. This is the first uh, time he's been in a wrestling ring since the 24th of September when he wrestled Shorty G on SmackDown. That then he was known as Chad Gable. So shows you how long ago it was since he was last in a wrestling ring. Uh, Mike Nellis is desperate to do more wrestling stuff. So if, if that means a move to NXT to do more, I think that's a great thing for NXT. A former WWE champion is back in WWE in a backstage role. Uh, we've discovered from an interview with Pat Laprade, Sylvain Grenier has been hired as a producer by WWE. Uh, he said in the interview, when WWE came to Montreal in April last year, I went to meet Kevin Dunn to ask him for pictures of the time I won the tag titles at the Bell Centre because I needed it for the intro in my new fitness TV show. We started talking about things and other things and he told me that the company was looking for agents. I just had a child and I was working on my show. I didn't want to end up on the road as much as before, but he told me that things had changed. The company then invited me to the premiere of SmackDown on Fox in Los Angeles and a few exchanges later, we had an agreement. Uh, he actually started working last Monday as an agent in Lexington, Kentucky. He said, my role is to do fine tuning and to just a little and to twist and tweak just a little bit of the guy's ideas. If Vince wants a particular message to come out of a match, my role is to make that connection with the wrestlers from the moment I'm in training. Uh, but eventually I'll be assigned to either Raw or SmackDown. I'm going to do a TV show a week, every pay-per-view, and once a month I'm going to tour house shows. Welcome back, Sylvain Grenier. Impact Wrestling had their TV tapings over the weekend. You may want to skip ahead about a minute if you want to avoid the spoilers. Congratulations to Jordan Grace, who is the brand new Impact Knockouts champion. It's a belt that she's been chasing for a long time from Taya Valkyrie, uh, who won the belt all the way last January. Uh, this has been a phenomenal title run uh, for Taya Valkyrie. And a lot of speculation now around what happens next with Tyre. Since John Morrison has made his WWE debut, her other half, and now she has lost the Knockouts Championship, could we see a WWE debut maybe this Sunday in the Royal Rumble for one Tyre Valkyrie? She recently spoke in a press interview and said she'd love a match with Charlotte Flair. So hey, you never know. NXT UK tapings went down in York over the weekend as well. A big hello if we did a big hello on the Friday show. It was really good fun. Uh, one person conspicuous by their absence from the NXT UK tapings uh, was Jazzy Gabbert, the wrestler formerly known as Alpha Female, who has been working a bodyguard gimmick uh, with Ginny. Uh, she was nowhere to be seen. Uh, she tweeted out during the show, free agents leading many to believe that she'd left the company. 
Uh, also that night, she she tweeted, I had a car accident last Sunday and didn't get medically cleared for the York tapings. Unfortunately, the match with Killer Kelly got announced before I was seen by the doctors. I was backstage. I was willing to perform, but health is first. Thank you for understanding. She's also followed this up, not just with the tweet saying free agent, but posting on Instagram an image of a reset button saying, I will press the reset button. I'll be offline for a short while. I need a change. I will change. My body, mind and soul needs a break. 10 days of fasting, including keeping off social media, is the first step. We send love to Jazzy Gabbert, uh, who has had a phenomenal career so far, uh, not just in Europe, but around the world as well. And if, and if she is done with WWE, then there is plenty of other places that will be lucky to have her. Also at the NXT UK tapings in York, Eddie Dennis, we understand, suffered a separated shoulder. Now, we don't know the extent of the injury at this point, but we do know that he wrestled on the Friday, and on the Sunday, he was set to defend his Progress Championship against Cara Noir in London. However, as a result of his injury, he had to forfeit the match and vacate the Progress Championship. So it, it could be another spell on the shelf for Eddie Dennis. Could we be getting closer to a Harlem Heat revival match for the Royal Rumble? Now, the Royal Rumble is coming up this Sunday, so I think they'd have to book something dead quick between now and then. But WWE have been trademarking again. That's normally an indication of not just who they're getting behind, but stuff that they may be looking ahead to do. And WWE have trademarked the name Harlem Heat for merchandising and performance purposes which does give the indication that Booker T and Stevie Ray could be reuniting in a WWE ring sooner rather than later. Obviously, this is speculation forever, but it's certainly uh, an indicator that Harlem Heat is near the front of the mind of WWE right now. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And then we go to our main event of the evening. And after the match, like after the bell and everything, Roman gets the mic. Typically, I'd make it real easy and just open this thing up for anybody that wants to step up. But I have one man in mind. He's here! 
the indomitable Goldberg! Marching to the ring! And finally, a WrestleMania 36 main event match may have been booked by Cultaholic's own Sam Driver over the weekend. So, this started with Sam Driver tweeting out a picture of Roman Reigns. And in the picture, you can see a little foam pad that Roman Reigns is leaning his hand on. And in this tweet, Sam Driver asks if anybody else spotted the little foam pad for Roman Reigns' hand. And obviously, this started getting shared around. And uh, one fan in particular, named Nick, uh, tagged Roman Reigns in Sam's tweet and said, uh, can you explain this, Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns responded and said, nothing to explain, Nick. It's a little piece of pad, so I don't break my hand on a steel grate. I've got to perform 48 weeks a year, man. So that would be stupid. It would be like thinking emoji, headbutting a door before my match level of stupid. Anyway, have a good day, Nick. Little bit of a dig to Goldberg made us all smile. We moved on with our Sunday. That was until Goldberg spoke up. Goldberg saw this tweet and responded to Roman Reigns. What are those come on man ESPN moments? I'll stick with my old school ways. It seems to have worked 99% of the time. We all have bad days. I tend to tap into an entirely different level of intensity. It doesn't work for everyone. Kind of like the difference between UGA and Georgia Tech. Throwing down to Roman on the battle of the colleges. Um, Sam Driver tweeted out shortly after this. Oh, God. Oh, God. I think I've started World War Four. No, Sam Driver. I think you booked a WrestleMania match. <laughs> Courtesy of Cultaholic. If Sam Driver's not guest referee for that, I'll be very, very disappointed. <laughs> very disappointed indeed. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Monday. A brand new week ahead. Loads of good stuff coming up on the Cultaholic podcast feed this week. Brand new episodes of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review with myself and Matthew Gregg. A brand new episode of Desert Island Graps. I had a conversation a few weeks back with the NWA Women's Champion, Alison Kay, and you'll hear that on Wednesday's podcast as well. And a brand new episode of, a, of the Cultaholic Classic Raw review uh, where we are watching King of the Ring 1994. It's a, it's a doozy. How much does this guy weigh? You remember that, you'll love it as well. And on the YouTube channel as well, loads of great stuff to find on the Cultaholic YouTube channel right now, including right now, as appeared over the weekend, uh, 10 of the 10 of the most unusual last matches. 10 last wrestlers matches that you may have forgotten, including the final match of Ric Flair's career. It wasn't an I'm sorry I love you, if only it was. Check that out on the Cultaholic YouTube channel right now. And I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.